Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. says, oh, this is what's best for you. Oh, that's, <laughs> don't want none of that then, because it's probably going to taste like turnips or something. No. He knows why he made you. He knows what he made you for. He knows what's going to be like completely, perfectly fulfilling for you. He knows what success for you looks like, and you can trust him. Remember when you were young and your parents told you to do something because it was good for you? Well, you probably didn't want to do whatever that thing was. And in today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that God knows what's best for you and he always has your best in mind for all things. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 18 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. God's plan, it had this little flaw in it. It only worked for a little while. And then as we got more advanced and sophisticated as human beings, we outgrew his plan. I mean, when I say it like that, it sounds kind of silly, doesn't it? But you know what else a lot of people don't think about? The, the, Bible, the, 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 the Bible's teaching about sex and stuff, you know, we, when we say that's old-fashioned, There's another presupposition behind that. We presuppose that ancient peoples didn't like sex as much as we do. Where do we get that idea? I'm serious. Think about this with me now. I'm not not trying to be sensationalist. I'm not trying to... Do you realize that's what we're doing? That somehow we believe that 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, people were less sexualized than we are, I mean, you know, the 21st century. Listen, Elizabeth and I started this church in South Beach in the 90s. It was crazy. We had people leave the church. One guy told me, he said, Robert, listen, I love the church, but I hate Lincoln Road. He's like, I get in there and I'm built and we worship Jesus and we pray together and we study the Bible and then I walk out on the Lincoln Road and I see all kinds of insanity on Sunday afternoon walking up and down Lincoln Road because in the mid-90s, the late 90s, walking on Lincoln Road on a Sunday afternoon was an adventure. (laughs) You understand? 
we had to explain to our five-year-old kids why that six-foot-four man is dressed like a woman and out there in a dress and inviting people to come into that restaurant. Because one of the restaurants, all the waitresses were waiters in reality, and they did a, a show every Sunday. And we got, you know, we've got, we've got our little kids... And we did. We talked to them about it, tried to talk to them at their level. But, but, see, but see, here's the thing. We, we have this idea that, well, God's plan, God's word, particularly about sex, but there are other things as well. Well, it's just, it's just not practical today. It's just not practical today. Because, I mean, if you love somebody, it's natural to want to have sex with them. If you, and, and, you know, if you love them and God made us that way, and, and so it is what it is. And God didn't understand that when he, or more often today, is the idea that, oh, that's just something a bunch of men wrote down. It's their opinions about God. It's not actually God breathed like it says it is. You know, I was, as I was preparing this message, an article popped up on the iPad from one of the news things. I don't even know which one, but it was, it was about the TV show. You know, there's been a, a, apparently a little bit of a controversy in, in, in TV world the last couple of weeks about the, the Bachelorette because the, the most recent Bachelorette was a professing Christian. And, and there was a guy on the show who was also a professing Christian. And, and I guess when they, they did a segment, you know, and they're together and, and he said something to her along the lines of, you know, if you were having, if you had sex with one of the other guys, because there are 24 potential love interests for this one girl, Right? And she's dating all of them, I guess. So, 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 so like if, you, if, if I found out you had sex with one of those guys, well, you wouldn't have to send me home. You wouldn't have to vote me off. I would send myself home. And she went off on him because that's just judgmental and da-da-da-da-da. And so now he's the bad guy. And in the media, he's being painted as this bigot, this judgmental Christian bigot because he told her, listen, I don't... I don't want to be your boyfriend. I don't want to be engaged to you if you've been having sex with one of these other guys. And so he went home and she said, I, you know, well, I did have sex with one of the guys twice. And then later she admitted actually it was four times. And, and he wasn't even one of the, he wasn't the, the, the final guy. You understand? He just, he's one of the ones that got sent home. But here's what really got my attention. Because that's not a shocker. You know, a lot of times people, you guys look at me like I was, came out of the womb with a Bible in one hand, right? And I got saved when I was 24. This is what got my attention. The article said, quote, statistics state that 80% of unmarried evangelical young adults, 18 to 29, 80% of evangelical Christian young adults say they're having sex. Unmarried, okay? Unmarried evangelical young adults. They're having sex. It goes on. 
Many say that the beliefs of waiting for sex in marriage are old-fashioned and antiquated. They paint God out to be more of a progressive God than we think, saying that many things are permissible in His eyes. Well, yeah, He won't strike you dead if you have sex outside of marriage. He'll permit it. That doesn't mean He's good with it. It doesn't mean He changed His mind about how things work best in our world. Do you understand what I'm saying? He, he knows how he made you. He knows how things will work best. He knows what's in your best interest. You know, I grew up thinking that, that when, when somebody said, oh, you, you need to eat that because that's good for you. I was like, oh, that's going to be nasty. Right? And, and when God says, oh, this is what's best for you. Oh, that's, <laughs> don't want none of that then because it's probably going to, Tastes like turnips or something. No. He knows why he made you. He knows what he made you for. He knows what's going to be like completely, perfectly fulfilling for you. He knows what success for you looks like. And you can trust him. But what we find in our world today, what we find in the church far too often, what we find in ourselves even sometimes... Is this notion that, and, and here's how I, I hear it worded a lot of times in the church, Jesus knows my heart. Yes, he does. He really does. He says it's deceitfully wicked. Your heart will lie to you. That's what I tell you all the time. You know, this thing about following your heart, that's a train wreck waiting to happen. The Bible says be led by the Spirit of God. Follow Jesus. Let him lead you. Don't be led by your emotions. That's what's happening already in the world around us, following their emotions. But we have this idea of, I mean, he loves us, and of course he wants us to be happy. And, and that same logic applies, see, quite often I hear it from businessmen. I hear from moms. You know, guys will say, you know, Jesus understands I have to provide for my family. I mean, I can't be Christ-like in my business dealings. I got to be ruthless in business. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast, Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. 
come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.